This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Full 90 Extra Time Podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer burp not funded by foreign royalty MLS. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, it's gone. Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Definitely five stars, Brandon. I said it this time because last time you said four or five. <laughs> My bad. But primarily we're looking for a comment. The review, fine, that's fine. But we want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player from New Who Tolo to Brad Brad Smith. <laughs> <laughs> This week, the White Hot Sounders FC wear rave green and take on the we're pretty much only Zlatan and a fat guy, LA Galaxy, in the battle for all be at the Splash Park and not at the Match Cup. Oh, you're killing me with this intro today. Happy birthday to my baby, Space Baby. Uh, oh, it's today? No, it's coming up. It's uh, I have to miss the match because it's Saturday's his birthday, so he'll be a year. Aww. 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 Oh, wait, hold on. I got, I got something for that. Hold on. <laughs> That's borrowed from our dumb podcast, available now on Apple Podcasts. Brandon, two to one, the final score, giving Seattle Sounders FC their fifth straight win. Fifth straight win. They're setting club records somehow in 2018 for winning. Yeah, somehow. Fifth straight win. I think it's eight matches unbeaten. Uh, that's crazy for a team that was sitting so, so many points away from the playoff line like a month ago. At some point they were like, Dallas, this will be the first time all season they've had back-to-back losses. And I was like, pull up a seat on our couch there, Dallas. <laughs> uh, yeah, this match uh, honestly almost wasn't a win. Uh, despite the Sounders did a great job the whole match, you know, um, I thought for the first, you know, before the Sounders eventually scored their first goal in the 41st minute, um, the Sounders were dominating. Shots on goal. Uh, 305 uh, corner kicks. Yeah, exactly. They had, I think they had 10 corner kicks in the first half alone. 11, I think. 11, yeah, 11 corner kicks in the first half alone, which was in like, and I feel like most of those were within the first five minutes of the match. <laughs> so the Sounders were just dominating possession, but similar to the way that the rest of the first half of the season seemed to go, unable to put anything in the goal. Um, then 45th, the 41st minute comes around, and Chad Uno Quattro, a.k.a. Dad Marshall, a.k.a. Chad Marshall, yeah. uh, gets the glancing header goal. To put no, no, the no, that up. was the glancing definitely not a header goal. <laughs> the glancing uh can we just put the John Olerud cap on him at this point or God, give him the petter check man come on 
Uh, I was trying what, to keep it in Seattle. What a way to... Uh, I've seen Petrocek play in Seattle before. Uh, what, what a, Damn it! Uh, for Chelsea, I believe. Um, but what a way to go into halftime for once. Seattle's going in there feeling like there was a ton of offense, a ton of opportunity, and one conversion. Though, if you do the math... Out of 10 corner kicks, scoring one, that's still pretty piss poor. <laughs> like a 10% return, and then it gets worse after another one. Like a 9% return on attempts is not ideal, but you're still feeling good going in one nothing. I think the Sounders were just doing the thing uh, where, you know how like they say, um, you know, you're more you're more likely to get injured in a car crash than you are in a plane crash. And then I'm like pretty scared of uh, flying. And so every time I fly, I'm like, okay, so I'm just increasing the likelihood that this is the one time that I take a plane. So the Sounders are kind of doing that with goals. They're like, we're more likely to score from open play than we are from a set piece. But if we take enough set pieces, one's got to go in. <laughs> one's got to go in. Uh, but yeah, so awesome and a very rare sight to see a set piece goal from the Seattle Sounders. Chad Marshall's actual second goal of the season. So congrats to you, Chad Unoquatro. And it was only the second goal from a set piece. And you got to think that the other one also had to be off the foot of Chad Marshall. I did not do the diligence by actually looking that up. But I mean, off of the not head of Chad Marshall. Yeah, obviously. Definitely. Yeah. And then the Sounders come back from half and just seven minutes after starting the second half, Dominic Baji, recent uh, acquire acquisition, recent acquisition from Colorado. um, Hopefully, you know, Dallas seeing this guy is possibly uh, the solution to some of the scoring issues that they have had, uh, goes and scores a goal uh, in the 52nd minute. Um, I, I, It was like, the way that I explain this goal is it's, it's kind of like when you uh, talk through a burp. <laughs> like, oh, that's, like he, that's way like better he, than what I got. <laughs> he was good. He was running. He was... It's like he'll have a career of goals that he'll look back on and be like, some of those were so good, and and some of those were like talking through a burp, where like I was just kind of doing what I was already doing, and then the ball was near me, and then I was like, oh, you're like, whoa, put <laughs> my body on it, and then scored the goal. Yeah. Brandon, to me, it looked like Baji scored the same way that Kevin Malone kept the burglars at bay and home alone, like a mannequin's body on top of a record player. It just kind of like lifelessly turned into the way of the ball and went in the goal. Uh, yeah, he basically just humped the ball into the net. <laughs> Not even that good because he doesn't order like a cigarette afterwards or anything. <laughs> if he was playing in Seattle, you wouldn't need one with all of the smoke in the air. <laughs> there you go. There's a there's a timely fire reference for us. Uh, stupid FC Frisco thinking that they could turn a one 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 draw in the 52nd minute into points. They're idiots. Yeah, because they should know better than anybody that when you foul Nico Ladero way outside the box that anything can happen. Um, most of the time, like we said, set pieces, nothing really happens, but that means anything can happen. You know, uh, nothing means nothing happening is anything. <laughs> uh, Nico Ladero shoots slash crosses the ball into the box. So he's like, I don't know, 35 yards probably from the box. Yeah, Just he's taking a set probably piece. 14 He's over the ball. Yeah, he's, and he's taking a step. He's through it. Yeah, yeah, 14, 15 yards outside the box, uh, like far up the field onto the right. Um, and he he takes the set piece, and it seems like everybody was ready for the glancing header again. Everybody was kind of preparing themselves for the noggin, the definitely not a noggin uh, 
head from Chad Marshall, <laughs> and it ends up and it ends up going just sneaking its way into the net. Similar thing from the almost exact same spot last year. Nico Ladero against FC Dallas again. Sorry, I'm talking through a burp right now. Uh, through, a, um, through a scotch burp. Yeah, through a scotch burp. Uh, similar play from this exact same spot last year, except Nico Ladero. This time, it was actually a shot. The wall sets up to the left. Nico Ladero goes near, near post to the right. I think FC Dallas, thinking that they've learned their lesson, set up differently. Nico Ladero, um, I still think he was crossing it, but the ball went into the net, and you know he's going to claim that no matter what. It was uh, unbelievable how few people made an attempt to do anything with that ball. I mean, he could like just kick, just rolled it in like he was a professional bowler, like going against Woody Harrelson and Kingpin or something like that. You don't mess with the Nico. <laughs> Different movie, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. I know, I know. Um, let's talk about this new kid uh, from Bournemouth. Uh, AFC or AFC Bournemouth in England, a Premier League team. Jason Bournemouth here. Uh, <laughs> Brad Smith. Yeah, Brad Smith, the uh, the Australian. Um, but more more importantly, Brad Smith sounds like somebody who makes Brads. <laughs> like I I forge Brads out of metal. I take steel and iron and and forge Brads. I'm a Brad Smith. I forged this plus five Brad Smith against ice. <laughs> Shoutouts to Dave Clark. He'll probably be the most excited about this from Sounder at Heart. You need to roll a six for dexterity before you are able to forge a Brad Smith. I brought my lucky D20, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Brad Smith uh, just comes. So Brad's first game, uh, first of all, it, Brad didn't seem to think uh, that he was going to be available for this match. In interviews previous, he had said, uh, I'll likely be available for LA Galaxy. I don't think all of the paperwork and stuff is going to get done um, before the FC Dallas match. Um, and then starting lineups come out, and Brad Smith, there he is on the on the starting lineup, who is not on the lineup. Poor new who. Uh, Brad Smith, brand new signing to the Sounders. Um, comes from he's on loan from Bournemouth the, from Jason Bournemouth which is a way better name for Bournemouth <laughs> on loan uh, left back speedy speedy guy he he says that he can play wing he says he can play in the defense uh, Sounders throw him back to to add a little veteran savvy to the back line on on the outside yeah um, and what a match what a match from from Brad Brad Smith M- most importantly for Brad Brad Smith is my wife judges all the players based on their fitness. I thought it was their butts. Yeah, that's part of it. Um, but he went going. He went by, and she was like, "Oh, is that that the new guy?" And I was like, "First of all, how do you know about the new guy?" And she's like, "Well, I was reading about it. Okay, great." And she, I like, was listening to your podcast. No, 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 don't mistake it for that. She's definitely not listening to the podcast. But she, uh, she, you know, knew that there was a new guy, and that his name was something as simple as Brad Brad Smith, and then saw him and was like, "Oh my God, he's so." He's such like a different caliber athlete from the rest of the team. And I was like, man, is that how far behind we are? And the lower part of the Premier League table is like that much further ahead, even fitness wise. He's a big dude. He's like real muscular, but still super lean. He looks like he's carved from stone, like sort of like the opposite of week one Roman Torres. <laughs> uh, and opposite from also week one. 34 Roman Torres. <laughs> Who made that comment about finally Roman? It was on Twitter uh, that finally Roman Torres hits his peak form and the Sounders are now playing well. Like he finally, but that's why they get such a slow start as it takes until week 24 for this to happen. <laughs> Uh, you know the the he he is a he is a quick quick person that that Brad Brad Smith. Um, it, it, 
the whole match watching him get up and down the wing uh really really uh it looks like something that the sounders were missing i don't think it was roman torres's peak fitness that was holding the sounders back all season i think maybe the addition of raul ruiz might have yeah. helped a little bit scuba but. steve says anyone else notice the odd coincidence that as soon as our biggest boy becomes full 90 extra time match fit so does the rest of the squad hashtag end of the season push <laughs> I mean, hashtag beginning of the season cushion for the pushing, but okay. <laughs> Sorry. It, it works in so many ways. <laughs> um, okay, well, that brings us to the most important player for Seattle. It's the Brad Brad Smith's Quality Swords Man of the Match. Brandon, who do you got? Uh, for his one goal and prop, which was probably across, but for his one goal and for his one assist, I would say that Nico Ladero gets Man of the Match. Brought to you by Brad Brad Smith's Quality Swords. Your one-handed katanas, no match for my fire, enchanted Brad Sword. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Hot garbage. We're taking the best, the worst, and the absolute crap. It's hot. It's garbage. It's hot garbage. All right, who's hot? Who's garbage? Who's hot garbage? Brandon, hit me with hot. Hot. Wayne Rooney can still play soccer. And not just play soccer, but it was an incredible play. Everyone in the world has seen this by now. If you haven't, uh, we'll tweet it out or something like that. Wayne Rooney on a set piece, tied up. He plays for DC United now. Uh, the ball is kicked back over the half-field line. The opposition player for Orlando is, has an open goal because the goalkeeper has gone up to try and get involved. Wayne on, Ro- a on a 2-2. On a 2-2. I'll get there. And so Wayne Rooney is trucking ass back to get he looked like a like my dog when i throw a frisbee and she goes like <laughs> full bore after it to make sure another dog doesn't get it that's what this looked like he makes this incredible brick wall challenge comes up with the ball somehow and like that you know 35 years of playing soccer instinct kicks in and he takes off running down the 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 right touchline he he centers the ball crosses the ball back across the field to the shortest guy on his team it took so long for that ball to fly there. He could have centered it to himself. The <laughs> end of the play ends up in, in a goal. It's incredible stuff. The guy is super. Hot. Yeah, that guy is super. Hot. That's what I was trying to say. There we go. But but then in the post in the I almost said race in the post match interview they're like Wayne what's going on with this team tell us that's an amazing goal that was scored like tell us how that went down he goes yeah I don't know I just look up and for some reason our goalkeepers and come up to try and make that last play when it's tied and we have points on the line I don't know what he was thinking <laughs> like incredible <laughs> that like his whole thing is the captain of the team is like these people don't know how to fucking play soccer. <laughs> Uh, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but still. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish you would have done it in your best uh, Scouse accent while you were at it. Scouse, I can't. I, there's no way. I, I, not with the pressure on like that. Now, okay. Now, Brandon, hot. I'm going to say new who in the third minute. Bradley Smith, who's been brought in, who takes the start over uh, new who who's in some trouble. He made me instantly forget. Also, it might be new whom. I'm not sure. But he, in the third minute, his first kind of like play in the match, he's bombing down the left-hand side, and he puts in a ball that cuts through defense between like the goalkeeper and the defenders and bends right at the last second there for an onrushing Christian Roldan. And I was like, holy crap, not only is his athleticism like this next-level Premier League-looking thing, but also a 24-year-old who made that type of kick in there. I can't see him lasting long in Seattle without going back up to where he uh, where it obviously looks like he belongs. 
Yeah, a fringe player on a lower Premier League uh, team is able to come in and and basically make men look like boys. Yeah. Uh, whereas the human tech deck knew who. Uh, <laughs> It ends up not even making the 18 for this match. So there might be something where I think the Sounders, what they're attempting to do is bring in a guy like Brad Smith who's able to help the Sounders make their um, their trademarked half second half of the season run to first place in the Western Conference in order to get a buy into the to the next round. Um, what they're trying to do is, is provide Nuhu some cover, right? Give him a chance to... Uh, still develop to be a good MLS player and not just a, a human tech deck doing stepovers on that on the touchline. Uh, the further further maybe solidifying that point that knew who might not be in trouble with the Sounders is that after the match, uh, Brian Schmetzer, head coach, says about knew who he's a great kid with a bright future. He wasn't in the 18 because of a of a coach's decision, and he's not for sale. I don't buy it, man. Uh, I don't. That's like such a weird move to not have him in the 18 as a, as your backup guy as something. Now, we've talked about every episode, but Nuhu makes like no money and can hustle up and down that sideline. And you're bringing in a guy who wasn't even sure he was going to be ready to play to start, and you don't have Nuhu as the backup. I think there's something more going on there. I have no source that says that, but there's a story running in the Seattle Times that says Nuhu was effectively pulled from that 2-1 win over Minnesota a couple weeks ago. Uh, wasn't necessarily because of tactical reasons, but because he wasn't taking feedback appropriately from coaches, and or, so, um, or or as Nuhu would call it in every previous game that he's been pulled, I have a stomach bug. <laughs> so yeah, the idea that um, that this is innocent, and I like that the coach gets out in front of this and says he's not for sale. He's a good kid. Like I like that he's supporting the player to the public, but to me, it sounds like there's something bigger going on. But it sounds like it's not terminal. Uh well we'll see I I I like I like new who around because he's just a fun fun person um albeit kind of scary person to watch play soccer on a team that you really like and you want to win yeah exactly <laughs> so I I kind of hope he sticks around you know maybe get some S two time uh you know if it, it but knowing that this this loan with Brad Smith is temporary. And that he'll be gone in January, uh, possibly back to Burnmouth, unless they decide to sell him. Jason Bournemouth, sorry. AFC, unless they- AFC Jason Bournemouth, please. <laughs> <laughs> unless they decide to sell him to somebody else. I mean, that guy was with Liverpool before going to play for Bournemouth. Yeah. So... Um, so we're talking about a guy with with some with some skill, but again, he's going to be leaving. Uh, maybe there's a chance we get Jovan Jones back. Who knows, man? I, yeah, it would be sweet. Uh, also to watch, but to watch. Well, first of all, Brad Smith. Hi. That's I forgot to hit that button way long ago. So, um, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens on that left back position, or if there's potentially someone else that we don't even know about that they're going to try and bring in uh, to start next season. So, I like to see New Who get a better contract and play a little smarter. Having guys that are better than him around is definitely going to push that limit for him. You know, I'm just happy that we're talking at this point about depth at left back instead of what's going on at forward well i mean still nothing's really going on there just to be clear but (laughs) (laughs) when Um, we're accidentally scoring goals from 35 yards out yeah and that's and the other goal was from our central defender and not our biggest boy so (laughs) all right brandon hot i love seeing smalls hugging talls hot god Uh, i'm not i'm not into that that goal 
after the corner kick, Chad Marshall barely gets his receding hairline on that that cross, puts it in the bottom corner, and he runs over to give Nico Lodero, who crossed it in from the corner, a uh, a big hug, and it was like he was hugging a sick child. It was amazing. <laughs> that's, uh, all, that's all I got on that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, no, that's pretty good. Um, lastly, I think hot playing hide and seek with a piece of pizza. Hot. Hot pizza too. Okay, t- talk about this because it would seemed like the perfect like bit of PR, but then his own team called him out on it. Uh, yeah, after the match, uh, there's a there's like a long storied romance between uh, Christian Roldan and um, pizza in general. <laughs> okay, and uh, after the match, uh, during the during the interviews, uh, usually the players are are eating and in between showering, and the locker room's just kind of a free for all. Oh, there's of- a wiener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and this time it wasn't a wiener, but instead, uh, Christian Roldan was hiding uh, a piece of pizza behind his back while doing the interview. So there's these, uh, not that he's usually like hiding, hiding a wiener behind his, that's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, this time it was Christian just pizza, it was weird. <laughs> there's a photo of, of Christian Roldan being very professional and like telling his like, well, we need to shoot more shots on goal and and you know we're just so tenacious and we're trying to win games well you know the usual sports stuff uh but instead there's a photo of him uh while he's being all professional and talking to the media just just behind him he's holding a, a slice of pizza that's just kind of flopping over and you can just see in his eyes like please stop talking to me i want to i want to take so many bites of this this real good piece of pizza that's in my hand right here um it's like when you try to get a low five from behind when someone's walking by and you hold your hand out like that and someone comes by and Gives you the gives you the down low right behind your butt. Only you're holding pizza instead, and if they low five it, they get pizza sauce on their hand. Exactly. Uh, moving on to garbage, garbage. That gray keeper kit is garbage. Oh my god, I hate it so much. You you have a lot of opinions on keeper kits. I have and, a lot of opinions on kits. Period. Yeah, and I and if you say a gray keeper kit is bad, then then I will believe you. I will take that. Okay, good. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, I think garbage. Three goals from set pieces all season. Garbage. So cool t- that we're scoring goals, but come on. Two goals from set pieces. Hot. Three goals all season from set pieces. Garbage. Uh, the World Cup. I, if you look back at the World Cup, it was like every single goal with it was a set piece goal, and, and every single goal you'd go to Twitter and there'd be a thousand tweets that were like set pieces set pieces set pieces set pieces um but maybe the missing the missing link was uh Roman Torres. <laughs> and Roman Torres, yeah uh finally for garbage uh i was it was my favorite part a goal is scored you don't even you can't even tell that the mannequin has twisted on his record player to to put this ball into the back of the net for fc frisco and then the camera zooms in on <laughs> Both of Frisco's fans. They bought. They brought both of them. Both of their fans. Garbage. <laughs> uh, I remember. I remember. Like, there's that infamous quote of uh, Seattle Sounders are at. Uh, we're playing against Portland in Portland, and there's this infamous quote from John Strong, who at the time was Portland's. Uh, who, who knows? He used to be Portland's like main guy, what? and then now now he's a national guy, right? Um, there's this infamous quote from John Strong that's saying, "You're looking at the Timbers Army, but you're hearing ECS." And all this whole match, I was thinking, "Oh my is, God, was he run out of town for saying that?" <laughs> I don't know, but the whole thing I'm thinking about is, "You're looking at ECS, 
and those two guys, look at that. Look at those guys up there. Hey, look at those shirts you're wearing. Are those Dallas? Oh, you guys are cute. Look at those guys who found Dallas shirts and then walked into CenturyLink Stadium. Yeah, exactly. All right, finally, um, this is happening tonight, so as we're recording, but uh, some hot garbage. Uh, hot garbage is that Seattle Rain, the, the NWSL team, could really use Hi. some Seattle Rain, the weather, right now. <laughs> Hot garbage. Uh, oh my god, the smoke is so bad. They wouldn't even let Space Baby, my child, go out at daycare today because the smoke was so bad. The particulate in the air was awful. So they say they're saying limit how much time you're spending outside, limit how much physical activity that you're doing because the the air quality is so bad that it that it could hurt you. It could make you sick. Uh well, the the Seattle Rain have a match tonight against Chicago and they have a mandatory two water breaks and on the sidelines during those water breaks, they have oxygen masks for these people. I think any time that you're doing something and somebody's like, don't worry, while you're doing that thing, we'll have oxygen masks next door. You better be a fucking astronaut because <laughs> if you're not, you probably shouldn't be doing the thing that you're doing. Hot garbage. I, um, I'm looking at the Weather Channel app right now, and they've actually taken the measuring metric for how much particulate is in the air off of their app because it must be so off the chart like they're not showing it anymore but i just want you to know that where it says health and activities allergies is about 50 percent cold and flu no problem skiing is the lowest mark that it can be but running it's about a 11 out of 12 positive for running great great running weather right now <laughs> i'm gonna have to have a hard disagree with you there Hot garbage. 10 or 11 out of 12 gregor is that what i said no, you said 11 out of 12, but it's 10 or 11 out of 12, as we've learned from our listeners. Fair. All right, it's people getting mad on the internet after anything happens at the match. What's this week in fan outrage? Uh, some, something we didn't talk about, which I feel like will provide a lot of context to <laughs> to fan outrage today, is that there was a play. There was there was a red card in this match. We didn't even talk about it. There was a red card in this match where a guy named Ziegler, uh, I don't know his first name, but Ziegler, uh, was red carded. He was an FC Dallas player. Was red carded because he got headbutted by Raul Ruiz. <laughs> Seems seems perfectly fair. Uh, so Raul Ruiz, uh, kind of off the ball, is he's bodying a, a Dallas defender, and he he kind of like lifts from from his feet. He puts his the back of his head into the the front of a face of a of this Ziegler dude, and um, he uh, it, he so the Ziegler dude karate chops him in the neck because he's doing his laton. He thinks I'm gonna do his laton. I'm gonna karate chop this dude in the back of the neck, and he karate chops Rudy Diaz, and then he gets the red card. Um, all of that said, Rudy Diaz probably could have probably seen a red card also, um, but it didn't happen. And so there was, there was, there was no disciplinary. Actually, I just saw a tweet about this before we started. There was like, no, he's not getting suspended himself for his part in being a butthole. <laughs> which is great um uh but that being said this week in fan outrage i'm a spooky ghost says if you're crying about rudy diaz getting that piss-headed prick sent off you're literally the police <laughs> all right that's good uh also this week in fan outrage uh 
Mark, uh, friend of ours, friend yeah. of ours, Mark, fan of the year, uh, says the Arudi roll is by far the worst piece of sushi <laughs> ever. After getting not fouled in the box, he rolled around holding his Achilles tendon as if he had been uh, struck there by a lion who was about to eat him. I love I love when this week in fat outrage is actually this week in Brad outrage. Uh, this week in fan outrage, Brad Evans says you can't get a fake Brad and expect everything to just be fine again. Okay, well, so first of all, love a Brad Evans tweet. He's uh, hilarious on there, and um, it's fun to have him saying that stuff. I love that he still follows Seattle's affairs well enough. Some would argue it's because he's not getting any um, any playing time, and so he has he's, plenty he's, of time to follow Twitter, but. He's played a literal 18 minutes with uh, Sporting KC's second team this year. Love a Brad Evans, though. Um, someone get, but people popping back off at him. Let me just sum it up for you. Effectively, the sentiment is, must be nice making 200K to be a Twitter personality. <laughs> yeah, you dumbass. Of course it's nice. What are you talking about? The part where his, <laughs> his career is almost over because he's injured all the time. That part probably sucks since that's like, you know, it's not like he's going to go on Medicare for the next 51 years. <laughs> like he's, he's probably facing a life where he has to have a real job soon. Yeah, it's like being the backup quarterback for a team with it's like being the third string backup quarterback where you can just afford to do anything and not worry about ever having to do anything. Yeah. Uh, lots of you're the only Brad I need as the sentiment there, but there's a lot of grumpy people based on this one tweet and settle down. He's just a hilarious uh, guy that we miss in Seattle and he'll come back someday. I, I do miss me a Brad Evans. How about Tropic Sound? Uh, friend of the pod, Tropic Sound. This week in Fan Outrage, uh, Tropic Sound says, in all caps, mind you, new guy hurt. He's officially on the 2018 squad. <laughs> it wasn't a hamstring. Hold your horses. According to the injury generator, it was not a hamstring. I'm waiting to pass judgment. I think it was halitosis. Okay, so let's take a dive into some headlines, starting with the brothers rolled on. So Christian Roldan and Alex, this is not much of a headline. Uh, Christian Roldan and Alex Roldan, the brothers Roldan, um, have started a t-shirt company because, you know, when you're making MLS income, you got to earn whatever scratch you can on the side. <laughs> Unless your Twitter personality, Brad underscore Evans three. <laughs> and, and there's new who being like, hey, 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 Christian, how can I get in on that, man? Hey, can I design my own shirt and then get uh, get a cut? Uh, this is funny because this follows a long tradition of Sounders uh, players starting shirt companies uh, back in the day when uh, Damien Lowe. Da- yeah, back in the day when Damien Lowe started a shirt company called Bala Brand or something like that. Cool. Uh, the the brothers Roldan on have started a T-shirt company called Broldon, B-R-O-L-D-A-N dot org. It's a, it's a uh, play on they, their last name, Brandon, of Roldan. You had a B, and it's Bro, and then Ladon. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a wombo, as I used to call it. It's a word combo. Um, <laughs> my question is: the sh- the shirts are fine. Uh, they're t-shirts. Uh, if you want a t-shirt, you can go to their website and buy a t-shirt. Uh, not before you go rate full ninety extra time on iTunes and, yeah, and yeah, tell us who your favorite player yeah, is. Five, five stars, 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 five yeah. stars, not four or five, five. Yeah. Uh, my only question about these shirts is, does it come with a pizza pocket in the back? Uh, the, the shirts, no, but it encourages people to wear pants in public to put their pizzas in their pockets. 
Uh, I, for the record, this podcast encourages everybody to always wear pants in public. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> pa- shorts at the very least. <laughs> Please. Okay, how about uh, Nico Ladero and Chad Marshall making some headlines? Uh, headline this week, Nico Ladero and Chad Marshall for their efforts in the match make MLS Team of the Week for Week 24. This comes after a very long first half of the season where there was never any Team of the Week honors ever. Uh, this is like the lowest bar for winning an award in MLS. So congrats to Nico Ladero and Chad Marshall for doing something in their respective positions that was better than anybody else in MLS who played their respective positions did better. It's almost like winning one thirty fourth of an MLS All Star appearance. <laughs> Shout out to the MLS All Star game. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, we just mentioned this a second ago. It looks like Rui Diaz will not be suspended for the upcoming match. No, he will not. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, I don't know Duh. why. Because uh, when 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 Clint Dempsey clapped toward a referee he got something like fourteen thousand games suspended um so I, i'm like i think I, I might be underestimating exactly how many games he was he was suspended uh so but when Ru, Ru, Ru diaz does something literally against the the law of the game uh he doesn't get a suspension so you know thank you mls disco the best party in town uh-oh the injury generator says that Rui diaz out with a hamstring just, he's he's just going out with the hamstring. That's the thing that he's doing now. He's like, ah, come here, you hamstring. We're gonna go to the car wash. Uh, he's uh, he's on Tinder asking people for photos of their hamstrings. Is he married? I don't even know. Okay, and I, then that, finally, that doesn't stop you. He doesn't play for Atlanta, so you're right. That is that is more of a burden. <laughs> Inter Miami. What is the? What is that? Right. Yeah. Um, so Inter Miami is apparently the official name for the Beckham, the David Beckham MLS expansion team that is going to play in Miami, Florida. Um, so some internet sleuths, because people have too much time on their hands, went to, as, as we sit here and podcast about uh, Seattle soccer, <laughs> we're talking about people with too much time on their hands. Yeah, sure. Uh, they go and look at all of the registered trademarks uh, in the United States, and some of the registered trademarks uh, are logos for the new team that David Beckham is trying to get down to Miami. It's called Inner Miami. Their leaked crest is black. It has pink flamingos, which I think is the dopest thing in the league. Hey, now help me understand though. Do they already have a spot? Like, what's the where are we at with this team? Like, does it matter that we see the crest, or is it just like for fun? I so MLS has basically said like Miami's gonna get a team where we trust David Beckham to figure David Beckham with all of his years of and business expertise that he learned from playing professional soccer somehow. Yeah. Uh, David no, Beckham, you get, it, you get it from neck tattoos. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it! That's how that's how I'm gonna learn how to be a better businessman. Brandon, huh? do you want to get a neck tattoo? Absolutely. Okay. Full ninety extra time neck tattoos. And uh, so David Beckham supposedly getting a team in Miami, even though there's all like he's had to go to court like 19 times in order to do this. Uh, so David Beckham and is supposed to get this inner Miami team, and uh, they are apparently on this logo the Roman numeral for 2020. Uh, is at the bottom, meaning that uh, supposedly Inter Miami is supposed to start playing in 2020. I can't find anything about this. Do you have a link? 
Uh, go to reddit.com slash r slash MLS and you will see it. It's one of the top posts right this second. And if you're listening to this when we're not recording it, which because this is a podcast and not live radio is exactly what you're doing, um, just go search for Inter Miami and you'll find it. Yeah, I searched for it. I'll search on the thing. Okay. Oh, there it is. It is literally the first, <laughs> the first thing that is not tagged there. So pretty cool. Hold on. You're going to get my immediate reaction to it. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Look, I like the graphic. I just the pink is all wrong. It's all wrong, Brandon. Uh, I, I think that I think that their team name should have a thousand percent been Miami Vice, um, but it, they had just a big missed opportunity with that. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> I'm still booing you for your not having children and using dad puns, but okay. I, is he going to have some sort of – is he going to have a tie-in to Inter Milan, do you think? Are they going to try and create a partnership there like a New York City FC and Manchester City? Because when you call it Inter like that, it stands for Internacional, but that's like intentionally done. You're copying another team's style from the Italian Serie A. For sure, but at the same time, I think that like Miami is the only city that you can really do that in, right? Like Miami is one of one of the most, uh, uh, I would say, I don't, I don't want to say diverse, but I would I'd flamingo. Say one, is that what you were gonna yeah. say? Yeah, it has the most flamingos. So like at that point, you can really call it whatever you want. Yeah. Um, no, I think that Miami is one of the only cities you can do it where you you are so close to so many other countries where you do have so many I mean I can think of a couple like New York and Atlanta and you know there's like a big hubs of travel it, I'm fine right. with the I'm fine with it being called Inter Miami I don't have a problem with that at all I'm just curious if there's going to be a tie-in to Inter Milan to try I don't and- I, I don't think that like the way that New York City it, it like New York City is literally owned by yeah. the Manchester City uh or by City Football Group which yeah. owns Manchester City and and Sydney what is it City or all, all sorts of other freaking teams in the world that are end of the city. Yeah. Uh, this one is less formal than that, but yeah, you might see something like that. You might see David Beckham because he's got enough clout at this point. Uh, he could probably go to a bunch of these other teams and say, um, "Hey, do you want to partner up?" And they'll be like, "You're David Beckham. Show me your abs," and he'll do it. And then they'll they'll uh, you know yeah. give him money or something. No, that's how that works for sure. Yeah, I hear they're getting Dwayne Wade, so that's gonna be sweet. <laughs> So let's take a look at what's coming up for Seattle, starting by going to the past. Oh, this scotch is good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> history. <laughs> uh, last season, so the Sounders coming up this week, Sounders will take on LA Galaxy. Um, LA Galaxy is a team. They are um, above the playoff line right now. So good, LA good, Galaxy, good. We've really got the stats down. They're a team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, more than David Beckham can say. So last season, the Sounders uh, played Galaxy three times. Uh, Sounders played Galaxy three times. They won once. It was a three to nil win. They drew twice, one to one and zero to zero, respectively. Um, first, the first ever Sounders MLS coach, Ziggy Schmid, is somehow still the head coach of, of LA Galaxy. You mean the uh, assistant La- head coach to Zlatan? <laughs> To, to karate uh, kingpin Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, last season, the Galaxy ended the season literally dead last, uh, tied with DC United. In, uh, so DC United in the Eastern Conference had 32 points. Galaxy in the Western Conference had 32 points. So both of those teams, wooden spoon winners. I think LA Galaxy actually lost out on goal differential to DC United. 
Um, so that is to say LA Galaxy having a bit of a renaissance season this year, being above the playoff line, but not as good as the five-time MLS Cup winning LA Galaxy of uh, Landon Sure, Donovan sure. Well, real quick, though, let's take an aside, though. Let's just point out here that DC United looks unlikely to surpass the 32-point mark that they reached last year. <laughs> Currently, I, currently sitting at twenty one points. However, they've somehow only played twenty matches this year. Is that because of the new stadium or something like that? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so they've right. got a bunch of matches in hand. You know what? I'm going to predict it now. DC United gets another thirty two point season. I'm going to I'm going to give them eleven points in fourteen matches. I think they can do it. Such lofty goals. Anyway, um, we're not playing them though, so who cares? Back to uh, LA Galaxy. So this year might be a little bit different. Uh, obviously, LA Galaxy added the international phenom and karate Excuse champion. Me. Interphenom. Interphenomenal. Uh, and karate fighter Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who definitely won't play up here because, you know, turf. Um, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, his first year with the club, has only glowing things to say about LA Galaxy. Things like, quote, we don't deserve to make the playoffs and quote, we make basic things look very difficult. Hot garbage. Uh, the reason that Zlatan might have such terrible things to say about his LA galaxy is because in the last week, LA galaxy have blown two wins against teams that are not good, actually not good at all. Uh, Colorado Rapids uh, just on Tuesday night, which was last night at the time of recording, uh, they blew that lead in like the 86th minute. And then previously they lost to Minnesota United, who the Sounders just triumphed over. Actually, both of those teams, the Sounders just played well against. Um, so needless to say, Galaxy are going to be looking to uh, get the camel off their back, as we'll say at this point. <laughs> you have to go way back in this podcast history to understand that one, but that was <laughs> brilliant. Question, Brandon. For yeah. the match this week, should I wear my karate gi and stand in the stands and just taunt Zlatan the whole time? Uh, if I remember correctly, you're not going, but I think you should wear your karate gi to the splash park. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just so, threaten children. So looking ahead then, obviously the hero of this upcoming match is me. <laughs> yeah, yep. And the villain, somewhere between a literal camel... <laughs> or Zlatan. <laughs> well, if, and if I remember correctly, Zlatan is the literal camel. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But Zlatan chasing his fifth 500th goal in his playing history. 500 goals is crazy. Uh, I'd hate to see it happen here in Seattle, spe- specifically when I'm not there to threaten him. With with your superior karate skills, yeah. So what if he might be in better? He's in match fitness or whatever match shape. I went to karate for an hour today, and I'm going for an hour on Friday, so I'm gonna be ready. I don't have a sweet ponytail. I get it, but I mean, I got, I got like a. I'm taller than him. I guess is that does that work? Uh, are you taller than Zlatan? I am if I take out my katana and give him the old injury generator. Huh. Look at that. I've injured my hamstring. <laughs> Doesn't take much on full 90 extra time. Oh, I stand down my, um, I 100% back off my claims of everything I've just said. He is uh, six foot five, like I am, and he is in peak fighting condition, and he's uh, younger than I am, so I am probably dead meat. In that case, go Zlatan! <laughs> 
All right. In case you're just waking up right now to this podcast because we put you to sleep earlier on about 31 minutes ago, let's, uh, let's cover what we've uh, talked about already today with a little TLDL. Too long. Didn't listen. Brandon, what do you got? Uh, too long. Didn't listen. Whenever you go out to eat sushi, never trust the Arudi roll. <laughs> too long. Didn't listen. Knew who? <laughs> Oh, that, that, that makes me so sad. Yeah. Uh, too long, didn't listen. You should only ever buy shirts that have pizza pockets. Looking into your crystal Pepsi ball, Brandon, give me your score prediction for the upcoming match. I'll set the scene here for you. It'll be a Saturday at 1 p.m., smoke filling the air, the sun trying to beat down on you, but it's sort of hazy and sort of bright. CenturyLink Stadium. Seattle Sounders FC take on LA Galaxy. What do you foresee happening Saturday at 1? Saturday at 1 o'clock. Well, first of all, I think on Friday what will happen after that whole Raul Ruiz Diaz and uh, something Ziegler incident is that Clint Dempsey is going to be banned for three matches for some reason. Fair, it's fair. Uh, Yeah, so I think that's going to happen. And then what I think is going to happen is that there's going to be so much smoke in the air, they're going to have the oxygen on the sidelines. Uh, Clint Dempsey is going to look like a Darth Vader in a back-to-tank situation, uh, huffing oxygen on the sideline, uh, while his team goes on and um, beats LA Galaxy something like three to nothing. Cool. I foresee at midway through the second half, Zlatan Ibrahimovic... Karate kicks straight through Ziggy Schmid after disagreeing <laughs> with a call that he made that he should be giving a space helmet to continue playing the match. But somehow Sounders are still going to win. Two to one. 